not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I can't throw it on the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. Welcome to the inaugural episode, The Real Deal. Fantasy Millionaires are live. Dude, we're getting 130 hearts right now on Periscope. I got 100, we're at 150. People are blowing it up. It's just so encouraging. Thank you to everybody who is here, who's joining us for the first time. Uh, you guys are, we love you. So, so um, tonight we're going to get into um, how to pronounce hydroxychloroquine. Right away. Um, Trump versus Biden. <laughs> and the death clock. Bets Discuss on the death clock. Black Lives Matter with your black neighbors. <laughs> yeah. And the Kennedy assassination. Of course. In that yeah. order. <laughs> yeah. Or or, or or just hear me out. We we could we could roll through our top twelve uh, in the first round and just see, you know, for, for redraft, PPR, of course. Um, you know, what do you think? Could suede you maybe? If you're tuning into this podcast, this is a podcast for a 12-man redraft, 16-round, QB gets six points, PPR league. PPR. That's, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. So you can take this information and blend it with whatever other league you're in, but that's what we're, that's what we're doing tonight. We're, we're doing how we're going to go through the first round in, in 2020. In our, in our home league also, you know, or in industry league or whatever kind of big money league you're in. We're, we're, we're our league just starts at 200. I think both leagues I'm in just are at 200. So, um, you know, we want to win. It's thousands of dollars at stake. They've been at stake for a long time. My man uh, Mike has won several of those thousands of dollars. So, you know, we, we all want a piece of that pie. And that's uh, that's our goal here at the Fantasy Millionaires is to – it's really to become millionaires, and it's to, if you follow along with us, to help you become millionaires. Right. Um, and, you know, there's, a, uh, you know, this is, for me, this is, um, you know, I, I'm giving out a lot of my recipes, you know, in, in drafting. Um, you know, I, for me, I believe that in order to make the playoffs in a league like we play in, you're looking to try and get 2,000 points. That's that's the threshold. That's 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 the champion top tier team. Yeah. How can you have a team that gets 2,000 points? Um, so you know the first round. Um, that's easy. That's that's an easy thing for us to talk about. Um, there's an undisputed nine. Right. That that the entire industry agrees on. Yeah, you can't get out of that top nine. There's just that's it is what it is. Yeah, so the undisputed nine. There's six running backs in the undisputed nine, and three wide receivers. Um, so we got for the running backs: CMC, Saquon, Derrick Henry, Zeke, Kamara, Dalvin Cook. The wide receivers are Mike, Michael Thomas, Adams, and Hill. And then um, we'll be picking three more guys besides that. And, and we don't even know each other's ranks. We, we have not pre-gamed our ranks. So we're going to find out where we're ranking stuff. So, um, well, and, and to, you know, behind the curtain here, me and my, me and Mike have been in a, a redraft league for going on 15 years now. So he's won it so many times. I'm just starting a podcast so that I can get his secrets. Cause now he's going to have to share. That's really why we're here. Nah, man, you, 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 that just makes me do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did you want to... Um, I think we should jump right in. I mean, I think... Uh, we hy could... Hydroxychloroquine, too. Just, uh, just so we're clear. for the record. Can we call it like HCC or something? Not or... Queen. Q? Keen. Queen? How do we... Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine. So how are okay. we, we hyphenating that to make it easier to say? You got that Droxy? The Drox. You got the Drox drip? You got yeah. the H-Drox. The H-Drox drip. You got that H-Drox? You got that H-Drox. I think it sounds perfect. I want I want, I want, want some now. I don't even know what it is. It sounds... I want some too. <laughs> <laughs> I totally think so. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, I, you, we, we could just jump right in and, and start at CMC and just talk about 
what, what we see in him. Not, I mean, I think a lot of podcasts will just go, hey, CMC's number one, move on. And I think, you know, rightly so, he's been talked about. But what do you see in him that's going to make oh. him – is he your number one? I, I don't want to jump the gun. Is he? I want to ask. Is he? Dude, so, you know, my wife plays, and uh, she was like, is that the greatest fantasy season ever? And I was like, no, I don't think so. I mean, like Jerry Rice, you know – Marshall Falk, Ladanian Tomlinson. So I went and looked it up. I thought Jerry Rice would have had like, I don't know, three in the top three. Mm. He's in the top ten. That that season last year is the second greatest fantasy season of all time. So I was thinking about, you know, putting Saquon ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, but he had the second greatest fantasy season of all time. With 14 less TDs than LaDainian and Tomlinson had mm-hmm. uh, as the number one, I think, in 2003. Um, that's insane. And it was right, it was doing it in PPR. So this is PPR. Okay. A fun way to play fantasy football. Is it, I think it's the only real way to play fantasy football is PPR. If, you, if you're playing in standard, I feel like you also check your scores with the newspaper the next day. Uh, and, and and then you have like a special pencil that you like wear behind your ear for most of the yeah. time you're, you know, awake. That's just my, my thought, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm throwing some shade. I'm sorry. Please forgive. Well, some people get all caught up in the, will they catch you blind the line of scrimmage thing? And it's like, dude, these guys are taking just years off their life. Every time they put those cleats on, give them a point for a reception, dude. Right. Of course. Give them that point. So, uh, yeah, I, I was excited to talk about him because even though I think him and Barkley are going to be neck and neck, mm-hmm. I mean, the stats speak for themselves. Like, you're dealing with an all-time great running back right now. Um, yep. And he, he, in PPR, he's a monster. Yeah. You know? Um, he breaks his own record from 2018 and 2019 for receptions by a running back. I mean, he had a million targets. I mean, literally a million targets. Right. Right. So, um, 13 TDs in 2018, 19 TDs. I mean, 2018, he had 13 TDs. In 2019, he had 19. So... You know, unless this uh, new coach, Matt Rule, whatever his name, comes in from Baylor and it's just uh, some sort of weirdo. Yeah. He doesn't uh, like touchdowns all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. Like, this guy is, is you know, he's already done historic things. So you're going to give him the ball. So, yeah, he's my number one. Yeah. No, he's my number one, too. And I think... I in my projection tool that I've been using from from Kyle Yates, shout out Kyle Yates again. Um, I I tried to go back and 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 give him less than he did last year since it was such a historic year. I, he still had four hundred and twenty five points at the end of my projection. I thought this is ridiculous. Still, this is still ridiculous. Um, and I took away thirty of his targets. I took away four of his touchdowns. So uh, I took his his, his uh, yards you know per carry percentage down just one you know just one one percent. So. You know, or one tenth of a, you know. So I, he, he's going to be a monster. Saquon could challenge him week to week for RB one status. A lot of the times, I wouldn't be surprised if if Saquon doesn't, you know, you know, get it four or five times, and and uh, you know, CMC gets it five or six. Um, but that's still a lot. I mean, maybe three or four, or three or four. But um, they're going to be the best two, I believe, barring injury this year. You know, by clear 30, 40 points over everybody else. Yeah, in the BFFs league, our our home league, he had. Over 500 points. Like, what? Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. So so he's he's a lock for us. Who, who's your number two, or do you want me to reveal my number two? Um, you go ahead. You go. Mine looks great uh, in, in, uh, in nudes that you shared earlier this week in our practice run-up episodes. Uh, his name is Saquon Barkley. And yeah. uh, he, he is the real deal. And I, I've come around on him more so. I... I you know, he got hurt last year, and I was just kind of like, see, told you. And uh, that's kind of not fair. I think that's a 
if you get hurt perpetually, maybe that's fair. But uh, you know, he came back. You're right. He came back strong last year. Ran for over a thousand yards um, on a high ankle sprain the rest of the year. He he was crushing it. His body. I, if I work for the rest of my life, I don't think my body could ever be as toned as his body is now. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, his lateral agility. He's got you know high high speed score, high three cone drill score. He's he's the guy you want with the football and open space in the NFL. Maybe besides him and Tyree Kill, I think those two guys. You know, they're they're, they're hard to tackle. So, uh, yeah, he's my number two. Up on my screen. I I forgot to put up our boy uh, McCaffrey too. Uh, but I have Saquon's beautiful butt up right now. Oh, great. I, I have him up. He's clothed. He's in a Giants uniform. He's rushing for a touchdown. So This was McCaffrey. <laughs> Go back. Is he naked uh, too? I can't see your yeah. screen. No, he's not naked, okay. but it's that one where everyone just was like, adjust your ranks. Oh, right. So I, well, guess what? I, I did. Say adjust your ranks. And then, of course, here's Saquon and his booty. Hmm. And it's it's just tremendously beautiful. So Yeah. Very openly uh, content men on the show, just but able to appreciate. I showed a little a little different pick this time. He's okay. he's catching the football. Mm. Um, still a lot of butt. A lot of butt. Good. So I like it. All right, let's let's move on from the butt man to uh, your number three. Who, who you got in the third third slot here? So we're both Saquon for two, huh? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't. I all I wanted to say about him is just this is why I, me and Jesse are, are, are me and Scott are going to be doing uh, bets throughout the year. Thousand dollar, one K, one G bets. That's a starting point, though. If if you know, like for for bigger bets, we might get up to the ten K range. I was thinking of betting on Saquon versus McCaffrey because for a G, it's not that bad. He's a he's a he's he's a faster, stronger dude, and volume is still I, king, my friend. What's that? Volume is still king. Volume is still king, and that's why I'm not making the bet. But I'm clo- I was close, you know. Um, so I, I I absolutely love Saquon this year. Good. And it was hard, you know, and and then it was hard for me uh, to bump this guy out of number two. Um, yeah, really. And I, I bet we both have the same guy. Um, it's Mister Ten and a Half Inch Hands himself. Yes, sir. Michael Thomas. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's who you got to. Yeah, he's he's mm, flexing out. He he's strong to quite strong, Michael Thomas. Yeah, strong to quite strong. Um, you know. Greatest, uh, you know, single season reception record last year. I don't think anything's going to change. Um, you know, in our league, he had almost 400 points. Um, and that's the thing with any of these first three guys, you know, if you're lucky enough to, to get those picks, you, you could potentially, you know, to get to that 2000 mark, um, point threshold now you could be getting guys that could get you potentially 400 and that is key and i think they're 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 in their own tier those three guys right right no i agree and we're simpatico and i think with with uh the two things you look for in in any uh, wide receiver one on your team or rb1 is talent with opportunity uh, in a high volume offense, it's going to feature them, uh, and with Michael Thomas, and then Alvin Kamara. Even later, you know, on shout out Bo, who's throwing some comments in there. I agree. Uh, you know, the Saints have two weapons. I'm sh- it's interesting to see where you have Kamara compared to where I do, but you know, they've got two weapons. Uh, the Chiefs have two weapons. There's several teams have have several weapons at the top who uh, they really make their offenses really dangerous. And and Michael Thomas. You know, Saquon and CMC are the top three players uh, to be drafted uh, this year for, for for me. That's just in PPR if you're gonna if you want to win. So the millionaires are agreed on their first three picks. Yeah. Um, so true. I think I'm gonna start going outside the lines on my next pick. All right, uh, let's reveal. 
I got I got the big boy. Is is, uh, is it number twenty two? And he's like six four and like two two forty. He's six three. Six, two, sorry. I'm sharing a picture of Mark Ingram. Oh no no. <laughs> You're, well yeah, next to his dad. <laughs> he is Paul Bunyan, dude. <laughs> Henry is. He, he is not a human being. I mean, that guy is, I mean, if you want to get into scenarios of, um, you know, like worst, you know, nightmare professional athlete situations, like taking a punch from Mike Tyson, you know, right. Um, get, trying to tackle Derrick Henry. Yeah. That's, that's the next. For yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that guy is a train, yeah. dude. The D train. I'd rather face Street Jesus himself in the ring and take a punch to the jaw from him than try to put my 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 jaw, my face, my body in front of any part of Derrick Henry. Uh, and 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 not to give my, you know, I, I'm I'm two thirty five right now. When I was a younger man, I was you know maybe two seventy, and uh, I could bring a wallop. Just ask my friend Andre Perna. Shout out Australia football player he knows what it's like to get hit but d train would run me into the ground i would be in a, in a wheelchair after that it'd be over he um i have him too as number four by the way just in case you didn't know since i was jocking him so so we're simpatico as well through through uh four you know how the nba is like putting stuff on their jerseys yeah you know they're putting like black lives matter or just different emblem little, yes. yeah yeah little Bums. Yes. You can kind of put whatever they want. If the NFL does that, he should put I cause CTE on his Ooh, That is that CTE maker on the if, if if that's the case, if you can do your own you know, decals, I would do a decal of Derrick Henry on my helmet because that's that <laughs> that's who I'd be like I'm you know, I'm wanna be like him. Yeah, he should come with a warning that says tackling me come causes CTE. Yeah, or you might have to play for the Jaguars. <laughs> I think he's still pushing their players out of bounds from that 90-yard run a couple years ago. He shoved one guy like three different times. He kept coming at him, and he just said, nah, man, nah. So, yeah. All right, so yeah. so through four, we're good. We're, I know we're not going to be the same the whole time. We've not shared, by the way, so this is just kind of you know our own our brain. Uh, I can N number five, you ready to roll? I can I can share mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe that you ended up uh, with uh, Henry yeah. Ford. That's, I like him. I got I got Zeke, my RB four at five for me. You know, um, this me is the too. thing that, that pushed me back a little bit on him. Uh, where where do you? Who's your number five, by the way? Five for me too. Five for you too. Here's what pushes me back. Honestly, it's that Dak Prescott has so many freaking weapons. You know. Um, Blake Jarwin is going to be an undervalued tight end. He was a breakout tight end until they drafted C.D. Lamb, and then people just kind of gave up on him. He's going to get wide open in this offense. Everybody's going to eat in this offense, barring yes. injury, barring a COVID outbreak, barring people you know retiring, whatever. Um, if this if this offense actually gets to play, um, so I think it's not that that Zeke won't eat. He'll have games where he is the RB one. He, he's to me. Uh, he's got the most upside uh, week to week getting two or three touchdowns, you know, him and CMC. Um, yeah. But there's going to be games where they don't need to, to run the football and Dak will throw a 17-yard slant to CeeDee Lamb and he'll go 80 yards to the house and 7 nothing. Uh, and then, they, you know, they hand off the ball to Zeke. He goes for 15 and then Tony Pollard catches the screen and goes for, you know, 25 for a touchdown. It's going to happen. This game's like that. And so it just it, – he's still an RB1. He's still a good player. Here, he's just not as shiny why. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Here's why Zeke. I think, you know, he could end up being the RB one. He, he could. He, he could. Because he could end. He could end up with a 20 plus touchdown season because of that offense. Well, he could be at the goal if everybody gets tackled at the goal line, and that's the thing that's so interesting. And you, we played fantasy long enough to know you're watching your your guy, your receiver, your running back run towards the end zone, and there's a chance he gets tackled, and and they do, and they get tackled like right near the one. You're just like, oh god. And then they give it to Zeke, you know, so man and just, yeah, doing yeah. Well, but, but, you know, that happened to Julio Jones a couple of years ago. He got tackled in the, within the five yard line, like five times one year. And if, oh, yeah. if he gets through those arm tackles or the, whatever it is, those are five touchdowns or three touchdowns or whatever. So it, 
and touchdowns are hard to predict, but I agree with you. With Zeke, there is great potential, but then also there's going to be also there's regression too. So I'm not going to. It has nothing to do with COVID either. I I think, dude, he's he's a man beast. You know, I, I wouldn't want to tackle him either. He's a man beast. Um, I just think he's um, out of the running backs we named. He's the least talented, but yeah. Um, he he has the greatest upside too. Yeah. So. Um, that's just where we, we've got him at five. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, so who are you going with six, bro? Mm-hmm. Who, who, who's your sixth dude? Uh, you know, I got a little man called, uh, you know, Devontae Adams. You like Devontae? Yeah. He's my number six, and he's my wide receiver, too. Uh, we've talked about him this week, comparing him to kind of Michael Thomas originally. I put out a tweet thread earlier this week as Nimble with Numbers, and... Um, they average about the same amount of fantasy points per game over their career, over the last four years at least. It's 11.7 uh, fantasy points per game in PPR. And they average around the same amount of uh, targets. The thing that really sets Michael Thomas apart uh, from uh, Devonta Adams is that he has a better catch percentage. But Devonta Adams has a, a greater touchdown upside. Uh, he's got 12 more touchdowns than um, Michael Thomas does. So to me, he's the touchdown leader for the wide receivers this year. And, uh, it's hard to predict him, but if he's healthy and he, he is the number one wide receiver, he's getting 150 targets. I think, uh, that's kind of his, his uh, floor to me. He could get more, uh, especially since the uh, Funches is out. So he's my, he's my, uh, number six. Who, where are you at with number six for you? So I've got Devonte Adams as my seven. Okay. Oh, good. We differ. I like that. Yeah. So, um, Devontae Adams, uh, I think everything you just said is why I made him my number two wide receiver off the board. Um, he, he's just, he's, you can bet as long as there's no injuries on a 10 touchdown season, Yeah, you know, a hundred plus receptions, 1300, over 1300 receiving yards. Yeah. And it's going to be that extra touchdown or so that makes him the number two. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'm with you. Uh, I have Dalvin Cook as my six. Dalvin Cook is your six. I like it. Yeah, and he's just somebody that – well, I – you know, I – I just remember I don't think I had any shares of him last year. And – I remember the uh, the fantasy footballers pumping him and being a little scared of his injury history, and I, I just thought he was a little bit overrated. And, you know, I watched so many different teams, you know, make it to the playoffs that had him on their team because he was just an animal. Yeah. Um, 1,600 scrimmage yards, 13 – you know, plus TDs. Um, so to me, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of thinking it's going to be the exact same thing this year. Like, I think he is going to have a very similar year. I don't see why there'd be any regression. Yeah. So I, I look at him as the, uh, the fifth running back off the board from me. Um, and you know, if he gets 1,600 scrimmage yards and 13-plus TDs, um, and, you know, I, I don't think you're wasting with your sixth pick. I, I, I think running backs in the first round are so valuable. Um, if you go back and you look at the last, you know, three or four years, you know, all the years in fantasy, there's it kind of there's kind of like these groups of – high performers and there's going to be a lump of running backs and then there's going to be the top tier wide receivers and then it's going to start you know um being kind of player dependent yeah um but there's usually you know five guys that uh will be those 300 plus point guys and to get to that 2000 point threshold, that's what you want. You want one of those, um, you, you want a couple of them, right? That goal. Um, so your first round guys are like guarantees. 
And, you know, again, barring injury, I, I, I think he's a lock to get over 300 or right around there. Yeah. In the neighborhood. I like it. So, I'm going to wait to reveal where he is for me, but I'd love to jump uh, into my number seven real quick because it, it is someone different. You've already shared Devontae Adams as your number seven. Right. Um, so for me, um, my number seven is – oops, where to go? I'm going the wrong way. Okay. Is Alvin Kamara. He's my number seven. He's my RB5. Uh, barring injury last year, he was injured, and he was also one of those guys who just did not get touchdowns until the last couple weeks of the year, and then he started getting them to, to a game. And I think that's what you get in Alvin Kamara, that, that the upside that you're chasing with him. I think that uh, in this offense this year, he is going to have a, a funnel of, of opportunity. I think he'll have more carries than he had last year. I, I pr- projected him for an increase of 15% more carries, uh, you know, not, not even counting his injury. Uh, I think that, that Murray is a great, uh, you know, kind of off-speed pitch. Uh, he's a bruiser. He, he can also, you know, move around, and he's, he's, not, uh, he's not, you know, Jordan Howard plodding around. So uh, it, they do work together well, but I think Kamara is just he's, – he's poised to bust out this year. And, and I think Dalvin Cook probably has more um, – a, a safer floor – than Kamara does, but I think Kamara's ceiling is a little bit higher than Cook's for me. So he's one spot ahead in the RBs uh, right now than than your guy is. So, so I'll tell you, um, uh, for me, I have him at nine. The reason why I have him at nine is uh, Taysom Hill. Hmm. Not bad. Uh, he just changed that whole scene down there at the goal line last year, dude. And I don't see Sean Payton get, getting away from that because he is such an X factor. Um, you know, I think he'll have a better season than he had last year. Um, in our league, Kamara finished uh, 12th. Yeah. So I expect him to do better, and I don't expect uh, Taysom to to siphon away as many touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but it's strictly because of that. I I don't uh, you know as a fantasy owner when you have a share, the worst thing in the world is seeing them down at the goal line and then they go plug in, you know, Taysom, and you're just like, right. oh my, dude. Right. Oh. I I agree. That's that's a really good point. Um, so one of our friends, uh, Joey PA 89, who earlier reached out a little disappointed on the tweeters that I didn't include him in my, my group of people that I, I shared the, the news about our, um, our glorious first episode, but I didn't want to bombard all of Twitter. So I just did three general tweet outs, but my man's here. He's in the chat. He's got a question for you, Mike. He wants to know for Dalvin cook, how many games are you projecting him to play? Are you going to go? I mean, maybe it's even hard to say full 17 because you know, we week 17 doesn't really matter. But in that 16-game fantasy season, what are you looking at? Are you giving him the full 16? Are you giving him 14? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, that my man. I made friends with him, too. I started following him. We followed each other. So, Shout out. Uh, I, like, I like that question just because um, that's been my thought on him as well. You know, is that uh, well? He's he's shown that he's in, injury prone a little bit. But last year in fourteen games, he got over sixteen hundred yards from scrimmage. So yeah, uh, um, I I think I'm gonna bet um, he plays in at least uh, I'll, I'll say thirteen. Thirteen. And yeah. So that's where that's, you know, I mean, even, even the year before he ended up, um, you know, with his injury, he made it back and he was in 11. So, yeah, Yeah. um, that was a significant injury. So, um, you know, running backs get dinged up. I'm sure he'll deal with some sort of knee issue or something. Um, but I, I, I think he, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay away from him, based on his injury history, right? For for 2020. I got you. Well, my man Bob Gilchrist, shout out. Uh, he designed and is in um, my fish uh, fishbowl division. Uh, we are the mask division. He he designed my Abby 
my avatar for the last uh, month or so before I went to the new uh, Nimble with Numbers. Uh, and then before I changed it up to the uh, Fantasy Millionaires, I got that picture by Fantasy Duke. So he just said that he threw some shade both of our ways. He said our boy Dalvin Cook's going to play three games. So, okay. Well, moving moving on. Well, uh, you know, that's cool, man. If you yeah, – and if you're happen. right. It, yeah, if you're right. I love then, Bob, by the way. But. Yeah, you're, you are you called it. It's Bob. just you, how do you call an injury? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. he, he He's not – He's not built like he's he's going to get injured. He's five ten, you know, two hundred ten pounds. So that's he he's got the right body size to play right. in the NFL. That's right. for sure. Right? Well, is somebody that I worry more about getting injured. Yeah. Well, Camara is 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 tiptoeing through the tulips. Try that on for a little bit of alliteration. Uh, yeah. He he he's very uh, nimble. We'll say. I'm going to give you. A- <laughs> give you a Thank you. Thank you. All right. Mo- moving on to our our next spot. Uh, that is where I do have Dalvin Cook. He's my RB six. We kind of touched on him just now. Where where do you have? Uh, where, where is your uh, numero? Is it eight? We're on eight total, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm bringing in a wild animal. Oh, you know, the cheetah. Yeah, yeah. Forty nine, forty time. Mm-hmm. 1,600 mm-hmm. scrimmage yards, 13-plus mm-hmm. TD, 2018. Killing um, Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he still put together a good season in 2019, missing four games. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm predicting him at uh, 140 targets, 90-plus receptions, uh, 1,400 receiving yards. And the nice thing about the Cheetah – is that he's going to get you some rushing yards. Yeah. They, they like to work that guy in uh, on the jet sweeps and the gimmick plays that that offense is going to run. And um, so he's going to get – my prediction is 1,500 yards from scrimmage this year. Um, I like that. I like that. That's a good I, – I, if, if I didn't like the Cheetah, that would be a great $1,000 bet. But it's one of those I think we're both going to the window together to put it down. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, and the cheetah to me, um, you know, you know, I'll bet Michael Thomas leads the leagues again in receptions, and I think the cheetah might lead the league in receiving yards. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think the cheetah is going to have a fantastic year. He's twenty six years old. Um, you know, the, uh, um, the is going to be. Fully operational. Um, they're the defending Super Bowl champs. Um, that offense is going to be, you know, one or two. It's them, the Cowboys, I think. Um, and he's he's gonna he's gonna have those those sixty yard touchdowns this year. I mean, he's gonna have, um, you know, those those just big juicy fantasy yeah. touchdowns that just you just go, oh, I just won, mm-hmm. I just won. Yeah, well, you, so, you you just described my my wide receiver three and my last person who's in the I guess the the nine maybe not even in the nine. Um, Tyreek is my is my ninth player, and yours was Dalvin. Yours was Kamara. So we we've we've kind of come to the to the end of the the top who's your, nine. Who's your eight? Uh, my eighth was Dalvin Cook. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, my, so. My, so we just we just differed. I went uh, Kamara, Cook, Tyree Kill. You went Cook, Tyree Kill, Kamara. I went Cook, Adams. So Adams was seven, Tyree Kill, and then Kamara's nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. We'll run through them at the end. Too, we will we'll post right. it on our website too. We will. Um, and that yeah. is just thefantasymillionaires.com. dot right. com. Yeah. If you. Uh, if you Google, since we just made the website, uh, it's a little bit hard to find because Google is still indexing it. So um, just put that into the search. You know, just type in thefantasymillionaires.com, or if you search it in Google, put in thefantasymillionaires.com, and uh, and then you can find it there. But it sh- it should be searchable soon. It takes a few weeks, so. The but, yeah, millionaires. What is that? Sorry. 
Millionaires the drop. Millionaires. Yeah. We'll have everything up uh, probably tonight as far as the first round. But um, so I went nine with Kamara and you're going Tyreek Hill at nine. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uncharted waters here going into the, the 10, the, 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 the uncertainty. It's palpable. So do you want to break it off or do you want me to give it a go? I can break it off because I've, I've got a uh, – I've got um, – I've got somebody that is probably not an industry consensus. He's definitely not a consensus first round guy. Um, although uh, at ten, uh, can I make a prediction? Matthew, yes, make a prediction. Can I can I say that I think it is um, DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, no, he oh. is my. He, he's coming. Okay, good. He's, All right. Matthew Berry has a sky at night, and good old Matthew is has been doing this for a while, and um, I am high on this guy. I am high on him. I have, uh, I've you know I've had shares of him before, mm-hmm. and um, I've got uh, I got Joseph Mixon as my tenth running or. Player off the board, so excellent. Well, we're definitely going off in a different. We're, we're Robert Frosting it right now in the different paths of the woods because I, I didn't even uh, Mixon's not even in my in my top twelve. Unfortunately, he didn't make the cut. My guy is uh, is Julio Jones. You know, um, even though I think I mean, you and I have a little side bet that maybe we'll get to next week or the weeks to come when Calvin Ridley gets brought up, but. Um, I, I still think Julio Jones uh, is one of the top three, if not you know top top five at least wide receivers. And this is a it's an even year, and Matty Ice is going to throw for like ten thousand yards. And if Julio Jones could just catch lightning in a bottle and catch a couple more touchdowns, good lord, Julio, I love you, man. You're the best wide receiver in the last ten years. Uh, but just catch like three more touchdowns this year. I think you know. For me, I'd love to have him on my team. You can get him in the second round. That's the thing. But uh, And I'll wait on him. I'll get somebody else in the first round and get him in the second. I just think he is going to be one of the top wide receivers. And I, he's my wide receiver for so. Um, So I will make some Julio comments. I have him at 12. So he makes my first okay. round okay. Uh, 20 as well. Um, here's why, you know. Um, I, I think DeAndre Hopkins is the the best skill wise wide receiver in the league. Yeah. Um, I think the best, you know, body, you know, the best dimensions mm-hmm. to build a wide receiver maybe ever is Julio Jones. Um, that dude. So. Michael Thomas, 10.5-inch hands. Mm. DeAndre Hopkins, 10-inch hands. Julio is right there. He's got nine and three-quarter-inch hands, which I am really starting to key in on as a fantasy player because these are the things that there are certain dimensions that work well in football and for receivers – hand length is first and then arm length is second uh, because they all – have pretty decent arms. None of them have little dinosaur arms with 10 inch hands, but Wes Welker does, but you know, yeah, well, Tyree kills them probably aren't that big. Um, but if you run a four sub four, three, you don't, they don't have to be, um, nope. But Julio is six, three two twenty. Um, he averages 96.2 yards per game for his career. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the, I think why everybody, um, you know, why he's not, you know, Devonte Adams for us, why he's not too, is just, he is 31 years old. Right. You know? Right. So, uh, father time is, you know, he's, he's in the neighborhood, you know, he, Julio's he, beating him back though, man, to be honest with you. Find out where he lives. You know what I mean? Like Julio is looking for still, Julio right now. 
Yeah, he's looking for him. Julio's going to have another big season. This isn't the year. He falls off. And Yeah, this isn't the year where Calvin Ridley takes over. Uh, I think Julio is is um, solid. I, I have him at 12 because uh, just because of his age and Calvin Ridley to me yeah. is why I kind of uh, degraded him. But, you know, if you're playing in a 12-man league or you're playing in a 10-man league, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think he is worth the draft capital because he's so solid. And then that's the other thing with him, too, is that, you know, when you talk about, you know, ceilings and upside, this poor man doesn't catch touchdowns and he still finishes. You know, I mean, last year he finished third in our league. Yeah. You know, yeah. And he finished with. Six touchdowns, you know? Right. So maybe Calvin Ridley's going to benefit him, you know? Yeah. Uh, You know, maybe they're going to have to stop just putting two guys on him. I mean, that offense is is ramped up. So that helps Leo Jones, too. Um, So he has a lot of upside. I would, I would, I'm, you know, I'm going to love to, if I'm, if I'm 12, you know, I'm going to take him. Um, you know, and 10, I, I don't think it's a good pick too. Yeah. You know, I so. like it. Let, let me, uh, we're, we're, we're up against just so you know, we're going to go an hour every time we're, we got 19 minutes left. We still have three tweets to get to. So I'm going to jump into my 11 and he's not on your top 12. So it's going to be different as well. Uh, I've got Clyde Edwards, Alaire, and really, uh, I'm thinking that this is going to be the, the cheapest that you're going to be able to get him maybe now is the end of the first round, beginning of the second round. I don't think he's going to get past pick 13, 14. Um, so if you really want him, you, you might need to get him here at 11. Uh, I, I think he is, he's definitely talented. You know, he was a first round draft pick. There's a lot of capital invested in him. And like you mentioned previously, the only first round draft pick running back this year. Um, he jumped right into a situation with Damian Williams out. And he, he is going to get opportunity. I wonder how he's going to perform the whole year. I, I, I do think that DeAndre Washington will spell him. And, um, you know, I think by the end of the year, he'll definitely be scoring more points than he did in the beginning of the year. Uh, that's just kind of my thing. I think he'll get better as he goes. Kind of like Miles Sanders did last year, but definitely a lot more usage in the beginning than Miles Sanders got. So I, I, I like him, and I think it's undeniable that the Chiefs' offense is going to score a lot of points this year. And that's what you're really looking for. You're looking for high-volume offenses with star players. And Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, I mean, even Sammy Watkins is a, is a steal this year. People just don't even care about him anymore. So uh, I think that the whole Chiefs offense is something I'm going to be kind of chasing a little bit. And you can pick up him. I picked him up in, in an industry draft in the second round. Uh, that was I, I felt good about that. So Yeah, man. I, uh, you know, I'm... I'm one of my things, you know, probably a, a hole in my fantasy game is if I am not just positive from who you are as a college football player, uh, sometimes I'm a little hesitant to pull the gun and spend a lot of draft capital, you know, first round pick. Okay. Yep. So I, um, I hear everything you're saying. Um, I'm not gonna not pick him if the price is right um i'm probably gonna have him in my my round two rankings for sure just because that offense um and watching his highlights he 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 sure looks like he is going to be able to play at the uh, nfl level and go right in as a rookie yeah Um, so i think it's a cool pick you know um I, I, I tend to play it safer. You um, do? So, uh, you who, know. Who do you I, have at 11? Who's your safe pick at 11? He's 28 years old. He goes by the name of Nuck. Nuck. Otherwise oh, Tom, known Tom as, Nuck. I know him. He's the in the uh, Animal Crossing game my kid's obsessed with. Oh, yeah. Not that. Oh, no. no. This, this, this Nuck is the baddest mofo in the league. 
I, I, shoot. I think he's the hardest. I think he's the hardest dude to tackle, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really do. DeAndre Hopkins is my eleven. I like uh, it. Yeah, I, I, I just, I think that guy is. He's fired. He's so solid. He's so solid. There's no way he's not going to go to this new offense, and there's no way this new head coach isn't just staying at home at night figuring out how to design plays so that he gets the football. Right. And, um, he, he robbed the Texans of, of one of the best. I can't believe Bill O'Brien is um, – let's just put it out here on the podcast right away because I don't think Bill O'Brien's ever going to be invited on the podcast. He is the worst general manager in the, in the NFL. He's terrible. He's made some terrible draft picks. He's made some terrible trades with high draft picks. I, I don't know what he's doing, but he gave the Arizona Cardinals a steal of wide receiver. Dude. Yeah, I mean, you're letting go a guy that, I mean, he's just perennially just played and just dominated in this league. Right. And I, I don't get it either. And, yeah, I think I think this guy Kingsbury is going to step in. And I think uh, I think also Kyler Murray is, you know, he's he's moved up everyone's rankings. And it's all because he's going to, you know. Just run around back there and just chuck it, you know, and boom, completion, 30 yards, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I've got him 1,300 yards, 150-plus targets. I think that's – I think he'll get that. Um, I think he'll get 100-plus receptions. And uh, I think I have it 103, so, yeah, I agree with you. He's, uh, you know, minus last year uh, – where he did deal with a little bit of injury, um, he's a nine plus TD guy. So um, that's you know you, you, that's solid, dude. And uh, yeah, he's one of those kind of guys too that I just think uh, he's so tough. So you don't have to worry, even though he did get dinged up. Um, he's just so tough. I you don't have to worry about him. You yeah. know, he he uh, he has so much body control. Um, that was one of the things we talked about earlier in the week when we were talking about him. So, um, he's my 11 and if if you get him, you get him on your squad, uh, you got yourself a nice WR1. I agree. I agree. All right. So last pick, cause we kind of gave your 12th pick away already is Julio. You know, I did something that maybe people are going to scoff at, but for me, um, if I'm in a redraft league with my homeboys, you know, let me ask you a question. If you have anybody in the first round you just named, right? Uh, anybody you named, would you also like you to have an amazing quarterback who could win you your league? Would you also like that? Sure. Right. So would you make, I mean, I, I've seen some of these top quarterbacks going in that second round in redraft leagues. Maybe you say, just wait for them. Okay. Maybe you do. I, I personally would wait for a few of them, but I, I'm not going to wait on Lamar Jackson. I put Lamar Jackson as my, my first QB1. He is the 12th pick. If I'm in a redraft league, I'm going to – if I have the 12th pick, I hope I don't. I don't like the 12th pick. I like the, the fifth, third, third – no, say fourth through eighth. I like being in the middle. I, that's what I like. But if I'm at the 12, knowing I'm not going to pick again for 20-some picks, and Lamar Jackson's obviously going to get picked in there, uh, I'm going to take him you know, maybe with my first pick – in, in the first round, my, my, my 12, you know, the 12th selection and then come back with, you know, Joe Mixon or, cause I didn't pick him, you know, or Clyde Edwards, Hilaire or Julio or somebody like that to pair him with. That's going to give me an advantage just because of his, Lamar's rushing alone. Uh, I, I love him. And uh, the problem I've been, I've been in 70,000 dynasty drafts this year and he goes third, fourth or fifth. Every time you never get him. you never get him. So I really even haven't been in a redraft league with him. And so I know it's a high price to pay for QB and, and, uh, you know, JJ Zacharyson, um, God bless his little soul. Um, you know, um, God bless him. Uh, he's going to say, wait on a QB. Yeah, you can, you can, I'm going to get a QB who also is an, an RB, you know, one. And, uh, that's just kind of how I'm at right now with, with Lamar. I'd love to have Lamar in any of the players we talked about uh, today. So Lamar Jackson. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, just playing. Wild. So I actually came up with a little sheet on why I I'm not somebody who's scared in the past to draft a quarterback in the first round, but 
there is a strategy to why you wouldn't. And um, for me, Lamar Jackson is my number one in fantasy. I I completely agree with that. Yeah. And I I don't think this is wild. I think based on uh, the way he rushes. Uh, but so my little chart that I came up with is the uh, the the Lamar Jackson Mahomes. Uh, you know, comparison and, tool kind of. Well, it's the Lamar Jackson Mahomes in the first round. Mm-hmm. Say you want Mahomes or you want Lamar Jackson, and then your next five rounds versus um, wide receiver, RB, tight end. You know, one of the top tier guys, uh, and then maybe a quarterback in the sixth round because that's kind of how it. You know, those are those are the moves. You right, know, like right, different, right? Whether it's the first round or the second round, Lamar Jackson's gonna go. Patrick Mahomes is gonna go. They're not gonna be hanging around in the third round in our league. No, they're not. No way. They might go in the first. We got knowing some of the guys too. Like, what you know, the, the pull back the curtain. We've been we've been drafting. I'm in, I'm in several leagues. Mike's in a couple leagues with with people who are in the industry or, or people who are in the know. The guys in our league, some of them are in the know, but some of them just haven't looked at a fantasy document since last year. And so th- th- there's a lot of variance in, in where the picks are going to be, whereas in most leagues, you can, you know, first couple rounds are solid. Our league is going to be a bit wild. So I could see somebody getting Lamar at any pick, getting Mahomes at any pick, especially our Southern boys. Those boys. And, and, and I've been that way too, and I want to chase them too, but I'm not, I'm, this is my draft order for our redraft league. This is how I've got them ranked. So you know where I'm going to stand. Yeah. I'm not going to chase them in the first round strictly because, and here's the little tool I built. So let's say Lamar Jackson Mahomes gets you 475, right? Right. That's a, that's a decent average. I mean, last year he got you 550. It's a historic, it's the best, you know, quarterback season ever, you know? Yeah. Um, so 475 is like a safe bet, could be 500. Um, but, uh, if you go ahead and get yourself somebody that's going to get you, you know, in the 350 plus point neighborhood, you know, you get yourself a top tier guy, um, you know, let's say you're at 12, you know, you get two, three twenties or whatever. Um, so if you start out with Mahomes at, 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 uh, 475, um, and then you go 300 for your next pick, 250, 250, 250, 200, and then 350, 300, 250, 250. But then you get one of these just run-of-the-mill dudes that in our league, you know, we do six points for touchdowns. Um, you know, there's a bunch of guys right in that 400-point neighborhood. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, a bunch of Matts. Exactly, exactly. Um you, you know, you might be able to just draft your whole team and then get, like, Joe Burrow. Um, right. And he in that neighborhood. So, the, you know, if you do the math, it ends up being 75 points higher. Now, if Lamar Jackson has another 550-point year, then it's tie, you know. Um, so that's kind of factoring in regression. Right. Um, but you've got a guy like Dak, too. I love Dak this year. You, you can grab him a little bit later and not, and, and get two higher valued skill positions that are going to get you around the you know the 300 plus greater neighborhood and then still grab a guy that maybe gets you that 450 475. So um, so that's my argument against the the quarterback in the first round. But at every league, these guys. Every league, somebody's going to draft him in the first round. In our league, it's Scott here. So, um, and I get it. I want to have Lamar Jackson on one of my teams. I'm going to be so jealous, and it, it, it's going to suck twice a year when I have to play you or whatever, and just sweat that dude. So, well, here, here's uh, the thing. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, if you, this is the, this is what you're betting on. It's not a, it's not a, you know, fragility thing necessarily. But you, what you said is accurate. You do lose that value of that stud wide receiver, that stud running back that you could get, and you can't get later. You can't get Dalvin Cook later. You know, you get Kareem Hunt later, can't get Dalvin Cook. But, but, 
You employ a good wide receiver two theory, folks, and all things are possible in the later rounds. Yeah. yeah that's all I got. It's a tease. That's a tease. No, yeah, yeah. I, that was um, – Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I love Joe Mixon is uh, our boy Tyler Boyd, I think, fits into your wide receiver two theory, uh, you know, with A.J. Green coming back. So we'll be uh, – We'll be getting into wide receiver two theory in the later rounds, but that's another reason why Joe Mixon made the first round for me is that offense, um, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, they have the new cat, T. Higgins, that they drafted from Clemson in the second yeah. round. And then Joe Burrow, I, I think he's going he's to have the best season ever. He's going to eat. Uh, I love he's it. Gonna, he's going to eat. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's uh, that's our – yeah, we did it. That's our first round, and um, like, like we'll have everything up on the website so you guys can all see it. Yeah, fantasy the, the fantasymillionaires.com. Uh, on YouTube, follow us. We are the Fantasy Millionaires. Uh, on uh, Instagram, we're the Fantasy Millionaires. On Twitter, we are FF Millionaires because they didn't have enough characters. Twitter, what are you doing? Um, at Gmail, we are the Fantasy Millionaires. So you know, let us know. Uh, we do have a quick three minutes for some three tweets. So, what, what about, uh, did we want to make any comment on? Uh, well, the... let me do that in my three tweets. Let me do that. Oh, okay. We'll work that in. Yeah, I'm little... gonna. I'm bringing up my three tweets right now, and uh, for me, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling it in, and it is the the Vince McMahon, The Rock attack from backstage. Uh, at one of these wrestling events a long time ago, I sent it to you. Um, it's in our in our DMs. Let me know when you got it. It just it's uh, it's from I think Abdullah uh, Me Nemo. All right, all right. Ready? Three. Two. Hold on, hold on. Okay. One minute. Thank God I got this mouse. The mouse is very important. All right. One second. All right. Uh, one second. Let me get this off. I think Bo is the only one watching right now, so we bear with us, Bo. Shout out Bo, by the way. Love Bo. He's at Nimble with Numbers right now. He's working hard to get that, that sauce ready for us. Can't wait for that sauce. Love Bo. Love Bo. Bo All is right. the man. You ready? Ready, set, go. Oh, get him, Rock! Get him! Get him! Get him! So, uh, I love the Rock, and I, I, I love the XFL. I was an XFL writer, and we've been just in purgatory since the beginning of this. McMahon is a is a bad guy. Let's just be honest. The Rock is the best. Get him, Rock! Get him! So this is my first tweet of my three tweets. Is the Rock beat up Vince McMahon? It's awesome. <laughs> do it, Rock. Do it, man. Hit him with it. Oh, he's begging the Rock. Don't don't hit me with the trash can. But he says, "Nope, I'll hit you with the trash can." <laughs> I love it, man. This is just oh, into the limo. <laughs> Oh, he's getting shoved in the limo now by the rock. And he slammed the door. Oh, not safe for language by the rock. When the rock's the president, I just wanted him. To, oh, he hits him with the trash can again. <laughs> so that was mine. I, I, uh, yeah, I had to show you guys that. So, what did he end? I didn't read the article. So, what did he end up getting? The uh, the ex I think I saw something like fifteen million or something like that. What did he buy it for? That fifteen million. Yeah, him and another partner bought it for fifteen million. So, 15, that's just one little movie for that dude. He just scooped up the XFL for fifteen million. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, that's freaking. Awesome, dude. Thank you, Vince McMahon, for nothing. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. All right. How about you? What do you got going on? Uh, let me uh, 
can get it to you. Okay. Uh, I'm. This was. Uh, you're gonna love this one. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay. Directly in your Twitter box, and. Uh, I want it right in the Twitter box. That's where I normally take it. So. Take that in your Twitter box, dude. Okay. Oh, I've seen this one. This is, yeah, this is hilarious. Was hilarious to Let, me. Let's put this on. Right. <laughs> the cigarette does it for me, too. It's <laughs> He's smoking in his house. Yeah, let's go. All right. <laughs> All right. Three. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, three, two, one. one. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ladies the and gentlemen, welcome to the robust review. The only show in the fantasy space that will tell you about the hard truth regarding I'm joined by my co. Okay, hold on. ready, set, go. Ladies, I got to get back to the beginning. All right, I'm ready. Hold on, give me one second. I got to make it. Yeah, it just totally messes it up. It's not very. Yeah. Why is this not reliving all the way? Oh, come on. Oh, well. I'm just going to mute your. I'm, I'm going to mute, mute it. I'll mute yours for your. All right. Okay. All, right. All right. Ready? Three, two, one, go. And welcome Ladies and gentlemen, welcome review. to the robust review. The only show in the fantasy space that will tell you about the hard truths regarding running backs. I'm joined by my co host, a partner in Patriot in Crime. C.D. Carter, how are we doing today, brother? I'm ready to take down the international conglomerate aligned against the running back position in the year of our Lord 2020. We are not let it happen. We are here for the people. I see these people wanting to draft wide receivers. All I can do is think, you simple-minded, brainwashed sheep. They have found magnets that pull the running backs into the end zone. That's all I hear when I log into a fantasy football website. Listen to me. The Storm is coming. Zero RB drafters are influenced by a satanic energy emanating from the moon. Uh, you know who advocated for the forward pass His name rhymes with Running back drafters have superior genetics. Pete, I once robbed a bank to fund my robust running back high stakes drafts. You want actual truth? QAnon unearthed best ball win rates. They said teams that started their drafts with 10 running backs won their league at a 99.9% clip. You guys hear, you guys, you guys read this reception, perception. Matt Harmon is an operative for big wide receiver. Matt Harmon hates freedom. I think that we can say that pretty decisively. Wide receivers are robots built in a lab by Roger Goodell to distract us from the true essence of football. How do we even know that wide receivers aren't crisis actors? Fantasy Mensa has been deplatformed. We have been removed from all social media sites. I tried to log on to every social media site. We have been kicked off. We have been silenced. We are launching our new show on Parlor. The movement starts now. The truth must be revealed. I'm hiding in the shower. I hear the feds banging on the door. They're coming for me, Pete. Are you ready to go to fucking war? The truth can never be silenced. It will seep through the cracks. Follow us on Parlor. My Venmo's open. That 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 is a masterpiece. Those those two gentlemen are uh, a couple of personal heroes of mine. If I haven't shared that before, whoo! Yeah. That is hot fire. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot fire. Um, well, that is, uh, that's my tweet. I actually had a couple technical difficulties, so whatever. Um, so, uh, I think, I think your tweet wins. I, you know, to be honest with you. Okay. My tweet, my tweet's the winner. Yes. But I'm going to, I think we should hijack and I, I think I should just throw in, a tweet that I, I, I think just deserves a little bit of run, you know. Is it okay if I do a little hijacking on the first episode? Well, would, you would, win. You how about you win? Uh, uh, you can have it. I, it's it's just a, it's something that happened earlier today. It's a video that I shared with you that involves us. It's our video. Uh, okay, you're gonna do the the promo vid. Yeah, we're gonna throw the promo vid of of us out there. You know, me and Mike are are, are old school guys. You know, we're we're in our forties. I'm 41. Mike's 40. So 
you know, you know, we 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 love us some uh, some Will Ferrell and some uh, John C. Riley. So as a little homage, put together a little promo video for for the new uh, the new website, the new podcast, the new whole the whole launch. Really, uh, <laughs> tell, tell tell me when you're ready, and we can um we can make this thing thing happen. You know. Thank you, my friend. I I, uh, I put that together laying on my my couch today, going over the, uh, the Step Brothers movie, and then just our pods, our practice pods so far, just things we've said, and uh, you know it was kind of crude for sure, not not the best editing, but you know love you, man, love this, can't wait to do this with you, and uh, it's going to be every Monday night, nine thirty, hopefully till ten. We ran a little bit over today, but we'll get it in. We'll get a little quicker next time. But it's going to be uh, until February, until until the fifteenth or the you know whatever the date of the second um, weekend, second Monday in February is. We'll wrap up the season. So stay tuned. It's going to be live every week during Monday Night Football's halftime. We'll be there. Halftime gets a little boring. You don't want to watch Bob Costas and you know Mike Tarico and those guys. Come watch us. You know, come listen yeah, to man. us. Put the game on Monday night and put it on mute and get ready for your fantasy uh, waiver wire picks on. Uh, Wednesday. So yeah. yeah, we'll be talking mad fire about the, the picks you should be picking up, the players you want to pick. Players are hot off the games that are playing on Sunday and then that are played right then in there on Monday as well. So, you know, we're going to keep bringing it. Uh, and uh, this is this has been great, man. Great first episode. Uh, so proud of, of uh, us and so proud to be a part of this with you, my friend. So, yeah, man, I love you, too. Uh, this is awesome. A uh, couple things after spending some time with you. Uh, do you want to say... Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whew, that's that's tough, you know, uh, to hear. But you know, I've got something to say too, you know. Uh, and that, you know, that is. I'm gonna roundhouse your ass. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that was the other thing I wanted to say. Out of my face! I'm gonna roundhouse your ass. So we're uh, yeah. uh, like-minded, like our first five picks. Yeah. Um, well, we are the millionaires. So. This is nooses, bro. All right, man. Love you. See y'all next week. Peace.